This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. The Arizona race is such an, an interesting one because Blake Masters, from at least my perspective, is a very good candidate and a good sort of glimpse at what the future of the Republican Party could and should be. But it's telling also when that money sort of came out. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. How many of you know somebody with diabetes needs insulin? Well, guess what? And we, when, we, when, when, we, when Debbie and I passed this law, it included everybody, not just seniors. And so what happened was we said, okay, you know how much it costs to make that insulin drug for diabetes? Cost. It was invented by a man who did not patent it because he wanted it available for everyone. I spoke to him. Okay. Hmm. He spoke to him. Wow. He spoke to him. That's pretty amazing that he was able to speak to him. He must have some pretty crazy powers. Biden said at an event yesterday that he spoke to the guy who invented insulin. He spoke to the guy who did it. I know. Dr. Frederick Banting and Professor John James Richard McLeod, they were awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for medicine in 1923. They discovered insulin in 1921. Banting passed away in 1941. And McLeod passed away in 1935. So the reason why I think that this is so monumental, that Biden met the inventor of the one of the guys who made insulin is because it would mean that he would have had to have gone back in time. You see, Biden wasn't born until 1942. And remember, McLeod passed in 35. Banting passed in 41. Now, Banting didn't put his name on the patent because he thought it was unethical. So, and McLeod similarly declined. So either one of them, none of them were alive when he was born. That's a pretty amazing feat for the President of the United States to have done and we need to scientifically figure out how he did it because that would make him supremely powerful welcome to the program ladies and gentlemen your lovable curmudgeon dana lash here with you to get your hump day started off and there is a lot to get in i got a lot a lot a lot a lot of stuff uh for midterms which we're going to get into we will get into that just here shortly but you know the president he's this is why they don't send him to campaign because of stuff like this. He uh, was speaking yesterday and they're having him go. I also read that they're having him go to the states where he won by triple digits. He took those states by triple digits. So they're having him go to these states where he was successful uh, in 2020. To, and those are the only states that he's going to speak. Those are the people that are going to probably forgive him if he says stupid stuff like this again. Uh, maybe. Maybe they will. So, I don't know if I mean, where do we want to start, Kane? Because we've got so many shenanigans today. I'm thinking the southern accent. You think the southern accent part? Okay, let's hear, let's hear Joe Biden's southern accent. A senator from Florida going after Medicare and Social Security? I tell you what, I don't know where, as they say in Southern, I don't know where y'all been. Hot damn, boy. I tell you, look. Um, what? Also, did he just drop a GD? He did. I mean, I know he said G-O-T, but did he? I think. 
We actually don't know. Let's just be fair. We really don't know. He may not know either, but it sounded like he did. I don't know what the Fetterman he was talking about. Really don't know. He goes, as they say, and this is literally the transcript. Are you ready? Because he was mumbling. Quote, as they say in Southern, doesn't know where y'all been. Got damn boy. End quote. I left it in specifically because it was spelled like that. Yeah. yeah Steve, was, Steve is our forensic audiologist. And uh, so he left it in. He also does that in, in, in addition to helping to engineer the program. But he's a forensic. You didn't know you had that title, but you do now. You put it. I'll make you a diploma. I'm changing my Twitter bio it, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Add the it transcribers that I feel for, like with John Fetterman and then with Biden. It's I, the, the guys transcribing what they're saying. Can I just I feel pause for. on this soundbite? Because you guys, we've got more. But can I just pause right here for a second? Because now I... I mean, I I know that there are, like you have, and I'm not comparing it to hell, but I'm just saying for illustrative purposes, for levels. Now you have like Dante's Inferno and you got seven different different levels of stuff, right? Like you got layer cake, you got different levels of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I realize that there are a couple different levels of Southern and then you got my Cajun friends and I don't know where y'all fit in this, but you know... My family's from Southern Missouri. They're from the Ozarks, so that's sufficiently Southern. I don't know what, quote, doesn't know where y'all been means. Now, Kane, you technically are super Southern. So yeah, half of me is super Southern. Like, what does that mean? That's a great question. Doesn't know where y'all been. What? Doesn't know where y'all been. I really, honestly, I have no idea. Who is he talking to? I don't know, but I actually didn't have anything to do with what he was talking about either. If you, no, look, if yeah, you look he, at you know, the transcripts, it had really nothing to do with it. We would play that for you, but we're worried about those who are driving. They would be concentrating so hard, figuring out what the hell he's talking about. We're worried you may run off the road. So we don't want that to happen. I just, I really don't, I don't know what he's talking about. So I, I don't know. So now that's not the only thing, by the way. That took place yesterday because, you know, you have uh, everybody's gearing up there. He's gearing up now. Here's the other thing. He and we'll play the other the other stuff. I, let me bring me up the Social Security. So this is they've launched the new narrative. Uh, uh, uh. It's a new narrative alert. New narrative alert. They have launched a new narrative, ladies and gentlemen. And the new narrative has to do with Republicans Come on and snatch up all y'all's old people medicine. As they say in Southern. I don't know what he's talking about here. I mean, I, I, I get how they're trying to spin it, but it's inaccurate. I like knowing exactly where my tasty, delicious meat comes from. And with Moink, that place is small family farms all across America. From farm direct to your dining table, Moink gives you access to the freshest, sustainably sourced meat and fish. Moink is dedicated to helping save rural America. Join the Moink movement today. The Moink difference is one that you can taste and feel good knowing that you're helping family farms stay financially independent. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork, pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Shark Tank host 
Kevin O'Leary called Moink's Bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted, and Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. Keep America farming by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Dana right now and get free filet mignon for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Dana. That's moinkbox.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Mm-hmm. All right, so first up, a Missouri man was forced to pay a $400 fine for having too many sunflowers in his yard because it violated the city's turf-to-flower ratio. Kane, this is in St. Peter's. Do they have dumb things like that in St. Peter's? He appeared in, in HOA. Uh, he appeared in court. I mean, he's like going to court for this uh, on October 11th. This was a year after he first, I guess, appeared for violating the city's turf to flower ratio in 21. He's appealing the judge's decision. Uh, he has 62 different types of flowers. So he also violated another St. Peter's city of St. Peter's law. So it doesn't sound like it's HOA by having a fence in his front yard. And he, oh my gosh, this is so goofy. Well, I don't like HOAs, and I think this is particularly dumb. You have someone citing somebody for having sunflowers in their front yard? I don't know. Does it care? Does it? Does stop it? Just stop it. Golly. Uh, and then, oh, this is bad. This is local 10 news. The story inspector sees a rodent walking on the grill during an inspection. At a Denny's, and there were a ro- there were roaches too. This happened to be, oh, Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation in South Florida. They said it was a Denny's that, what's up, Denny's? Rodent activity present by evidence of rodent droppings found. They observed approximately fifty. Oh my! I can't even read it. I'm not. Can I not talk about this story? Because I'm going to be sick all over this microphone. Can I not? This is that's but he was there. This health inspector was there and he sees a rat walk across the grill at the Denny's. How bad is that? I'm you know, can we need John Taffer in there is what we need. John Taffer to go up in there and be like, we need to change this concept. <laughs> we need that. Oh my gosh. Also, a couple of other things here. We'll make sure that we hit. Um this is we're gonna get into this a little bit later. It comes this I've seen this a lot. This story, uh, Justice Department raises concern about armed people at Arizona ballot boxes. Now, you can be lawfully armed, and you can be away from a ballot box, and you can monitor polling places. There's nothing, I mean, there are, and then people can be and volunteer and monitor polling places. You can't bring your, you can't bring uh, arms in to polling, to polling places to vote. But what gets me is that all of the people who are freaking out about this, this is an Associated Press story, there's not a single one of these individuals that were freaking out over the new Black Panther Party, wielding batons and bats and stuff, intimidating people at voting, at uh, ballot boxes and polling or polling spaces back during, what was it, the 08 election, I believe? Maybe been something like, I think it was 2008. So there you have it. Uh, we also said that the uh, Federal Reserve had already issued their statement, too. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Uh, but they they uh, have issued their statement on their numbers. They are increasing. This is just, an, just as, uh, they've raised the rates again, set, raised rates by 75 basis points for fourth straight meeting. So now four 75 basis point rate hikes in a row. That's unprecedented since they specifically started doing this, targeting the federal funds rate to 
kind of conduct monetary policy. So we have a lot more on the way. Stick with us. I saw this piece in Variety. Daniel Radcliffe says speaking out against J.K. Rowling was important and that not everybody in the franchise shares her beliefs. And nobody knows who Daniel Radcliffe is without her. Daniel Radcliffe has no career without her. And my favorite hot take to this was that, oh, well, I guess you don't think that people can have like their differences of opinion. They can't have like he's supposed to he's supposed to just like think exactly everything that she thinks. No, that's totally not what was said. So for the people who are brain dead, who made that reply, those are the those people are the only people to whom it has to be explained that association doesn't equal agreement. The rest of us here in the rest of the world, we all have more than one brain cell. So we understand this. What this is, is performative virtue signaling, and it looks stupid. This is why we think it looks stupid, because we understand that association doesn't equal agreement. The problem is is that the only people who care what these actors or anybody thought were the rage mob, because they wanted absolute total uniformity in agreement. As subjugation, nothing more. Now, the rest of us assumed from the beginning that everybody had separate and distinct brains and that those separate and distinct brains included separate and distinct thoughts. But see, the rage mob wanted to punish J.K. Rowling because she recognized that women are women and men are men. So they wanted to punish her with a pylon, and pylons require numbers. And the weightiest of those who could participate in a pylon are those whose careers were built on the characters that she created in her imagination, right? It's like the total, it's a total own, right? But it's all theater, and these, these people's performances are dull. I'm so tired of this stuff. That's all it is. It's, it's performative Virtue signaling. I don't even know what else he's been in. Do you know what else he's been in? I don't know what else he's been in. But there are a lot of stupid people out there. Not everybody has to agree. No one was asking that. But you simpletons, the ones who are making that argument, those are the only people stupid enough to believe that association is the same thing as agreement. Not every. It's like you make everyone pay this indulgence for participating in society. Oh, well, you better... Have you better have a response to this? Where do you stand? That's all it is. They want to know where do you stand on this issue? They need to have complete and total uniformity. This is another reason why Democrat, the Democrat Party is breaking down because that is annoying as hell. To demand to have a party that that it's the it's I mean, they're they're they honestly they need to switch out. And I can't even believe this. Whoever thought that the jackass wouldn't actually be 
honest enough of a representation of this party. They need a Karen to be the representation of that party because that's what it is. People who freak out if they don't have total subjugation. And that's what this is. It's subjugation. It's it is the performative art of bending the knee. That's and that's why another reason why people are leaving. I read uh, an interview with Tim Robbins of all people. Remember him and Susan Sarandon? They're not together anymore, I don't think. But he was always a big lefty d bag, wasn't he? Yeah. But then some of the uh, you know twenty sixteen happened. Then the lockdowns and pandemic happened. And he started realizing, wait a minute, this isn't about keeping people safe. This is about uniformity. And he started asking the right questions. I think he kind of, he's not a conservative. I don't, I don't like it when our side rushes to, oh my gosh, they agree with me on something. Or they sound sensible. Must be because they're conservatives. Not everything has to be cut and dry. Let's not make the same mistakes that Democrats are making. But he began questioning this. Like, why do you insist and he would he would question certain things. He began questioning, for instance, the injections. He began questioning the mandates. And then the left started turning on him. I mean, he used to be the leader of you know, Hollywood progressivism. And then they started turning their back on him. Because he dared to disagree on a few things. That's where they're really messing up. When you actually can start turning away tim robbins man it's something absolutely something caltech innovation is back to back you've heard me talk about caltech's p50 pistol now here comes the new nine millimeter p15 carry pistol quality engineered the nine millimeter p15 carry pistol is the lightest thinnest of its kind and caltech's first striker fire handgun and as another first the p15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine now other features include ambidextrous grip safety reversible mag release and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear that all comes standard it's from Keltech, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns the p15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy accurate handling while the all metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel the p15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world see the new nine millimeter p15 first up close and personal at keltechweapons.com that's k-e-l-t-e-c weapons.com it's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So uh, first up here, I have a couple of different crazy stories. A Florida man destroyed a car in a Disney World parking lot and then left $100 in a note that said, sorry. It was... Yeah, Walt Disney World. It happened uh, yesterday, apparently. Uh, it ended up making, it was on Reddit originally, but they said that uh, it just, I mean, just tore off, like hit, just destroyed the front end of this guy's car. Left a note at Epcot. They went to go watch the Hanson show. This guy was, they said they were, got out of Hanson to, at Eat to the Beat and found this in the parking lot with a note saying sorry and $100, but no information to help file a claim. $100. I don't think, I mean, the bumper's torn off. I don't really think, how does that even happen where that, I mean, that looks bad. Looks bad. Uh, also, this is from Channel 12 News. 
girlfriend attempts to smuggle drugs to her boyfriend in jail. I don't know why she thought that that was a smart thing to do. Indian River County Sheriff's Office said they were alerted about an inmate attempting to smuggle narcotics into their jail facility. 26-year-old inmate Alexander McKay and his girlfriend, Christine Ammon, were were planning on bringing drug-infused paper at disguised as mail. What is that? They said they sent it to a local crime lab for testing, and it tested positive for MDMA ecstasy. And they said they got po- they cut fingerprints, so they were able to. That's how they got them. But does that? I've not, what? That's it. Seems creative and stupid at the same time. Oh man! And uh, one Florida man. This is a funny story from NFW NWF Daily News. A uh, Chamucula area man went wild, hog wild. Uh, he said a massive home building company, D.H. or D.R. Horton, built driveways for new homes through a right of way that he owns without his permission. In all, the Florida man, Bill Lewis, owned seven acres of right of way along one highway, along one road. And he said the company built through his property, didn't it? Which you have to ask them permission to do that. So he built a pig pen on the driveway of one of the houses. And because they would not, the building company would not go to the negotiation table. They just thought they were too big, I guess, to talk to him. So he built a damn pig pen right in the middle of one of the driveways to force them to go to the, the negotiating table. Now they're, now it looks like they're responsive. That's actually kind of, that's actually kind of smart. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. The Arizona race is such an, an interesting one because Blake Masters, from at least my perspective, is a very good candidate and a good sort of glimpse at what the future of the Republican Party could and should be. But it's telling also when that money sort of came out, whether that was personal, whether it was just we need to spend this money elsewhere, or it was we don't like the new guard. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.